Welcome to All Over the Map, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media. I am your host, Ali Musa. Welcome back to All Over the Map. I am your favorite host, Ali Musa. We are up to episode 15, and I want to thank you, everybody, for being along for the ride. And thank you to everybody who's been listening and providing feedback. I cannot do this show without you. So thank you so much for joining me. And I want to sort of just mention here, we are going to have some, we are going to have Scott McGregor pop in this week. And we also have some new things planned coming up for this show. We will be doing some post-game recaps and, and pre-game recaps for the Buffalo Bills Toronto Ma- and the Toronto Maple Leafs, all of our favorite teams. We will even do some Kitchener Rangers wrap-ups as well. Maybe some looking around the OHL. We'll, we'll see what sort of things we can come up with. Uh, but um, some of the things we will be doing here, I will also we will also be doing this week or today on the day of this recording, which is Monday, October seventeenth, twenty twenty two. We will be doing a Battle of Ontario post game show, which featured up from Saturday night, October fifteenth, which featured the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators. And Thomas McGregor, who is the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, will join me to go over that. Stick around here to the podcast, to All Over the Map, because you never know what kinds of sports content you will hear and what sorts of media perspectives you will hear as well. Please feel free to check us out http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com wherever you find your podcast subscribe rate and review you can email me directly that's the best way to get a hold of me atom podcast 819 at gmail.com that's a as in alpha t as in the m as in a-t-o-m a as in alpha t as in the o as in over M is in map, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-819 at gmail.com. So after a quick commercial break, we will go, we will recap the Jays' game two loss to the Mariners in, in the wild card round. What goes ahead? What lies ahead for the team? And what do they do about their catching situation? As I mentioned off the top here, Scott McGregor will join me for that to break it all down. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. You're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena. Well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you. 
on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. And my thanks to Scott McGregor, host of Sports for Beginners and On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast for the awesome commercial. Welcome back to episode 15 of All Over the Map, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports, media, and beyond. I am your favorite host, Ali Musa, welcoming you back to the studio. Today, we are going to retake a look at the Jays' um, offseason. But but before we take a look at the offseason, we will take a look at what happened in game two and between the Jays and the Mariners and take a really good deep look at why they lost that game. Joining me to talk about this and to recap is Scott McGregor. Scott is the host. He's the he's a graduate as well, like of the same program as I am, the Connect for Life and Accessible Voice in Broadcasting. And he's also the host of Sports for Beginners. And please find that wherever you get your podcasts and give it a rating and a review. Scott, thank you so much for joining me once again in the studio. It's my pleasure, Ali. It's my pleasure. I'm always good to talk Bills football with you, Blue Jays baseball in this case. And, and we'll talk a little bit of hockey. Oh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got some OHL stuff too. The Kitchener Rangers won six to two against the Flint Firebirds yesterday. They got their first win of the season, so we'll do some of that stuff as well. All right, I, all right, I look forward to it. We are going to start here by talking about first. I'm going to give everybody a recap as to what happened. I'm going to break the game down from uh, last Saturday, actually game two, between the Mariners and the Jays. And then we'll break it all down and see what went wrong together. So the Blue Jays game to loss to the Mariners. The Blue Jays led 8-1 to until the eighth inning. The Mariners used two innings, scoring four runs each inning of to tie the game at eight. They scored in the um, ninth inning to take the lead 10-9. Bobichette ran into the shallow center field and he ran into George Springer. Springer was taken off the field in a golf cart. Cal Rowley doubled off Jordan Romano closer in the ninth inning and and, uh, scored the go-ahead run when Adam Frazier um, lashed a two-out double 
into the right field corner. George Kirby earned the save um, to earn this for the, the to earn Seattle's two game sweep. Raleigh scored three runs and had three of Seattle's 13 hits. Jansen had three hits and drove in two runs for the Blue Jays, while Santiago Espinal and Alejandro Kirk added two hits apiece. Blue Jays starter Kevin Gosman turned in a decent start that lasted five uh, two-thirds innings. Former Blue Jay uh, left-hander Robbie Ray lasted three plus frames in his first uh, start in Toronto since signed with the Seattle in the offseason. Gosman left his last regular season start after three innings with a cut on his middle finger of his throwing hand. He showed no ill effect in the late, in the uh, late afternoon start and was in full and was in full control in the early going. He got some defensive help from Bichette, who made a stellar catch in the second inning that put a charge into the crowd of 47,156. He timed a jump perfectly to snag a liner from Frazier and Gosman followed with two strikeouts. The spark carried over into the bottom half of the frame. Kirk let off with a double and and um, and Hearn and uh, and is launched a rainbow. Hernandez launched a rainbow blast for his first career playoff homer. He gave up another leadoff double in the third as Espinal stroked a pitch into the left field corner. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Score, uh, scorched a single up the middle to make it 3-0. Hernandez belted first pitch fastball over the wall in the fourth inning to end Robbie Ray's day. The veteran gave up six hits and four earned runs 
with four strikeouts. Gosman, meanwhile, set down 10 Mariners in order before giving up a leadoff single to Frazier in the fifth. Santana followed with a double that bounced off the top of the wall in center field and stayed in the park. Frazier went to third and scored on a um on a jarred um on a jarred um sacrifice fly. The Blue Jays started to pull away with four runs in the bottom half. Toronto loaded the bases on an Espinal single, Bichette double, and an intentional walk to Guerrero. All three players would score on a pass on a fastball, hit Batman and sacrifice fly, respect respectively before Jansen drove in Kirk with a double to make it eight to one. Now, Scott, so far here, what we've just presented, what are your thoughts here on what happened as we broke it down? I mean, honestly, any Blue Jays fan would agree with me at the end of that game. You were you were not a happy camper coming out of the game, especially with some of the things that went wrong or and some of the decisions that were made by by manager John Schneider. But now you could probably like after hearing what you have probably been hearing right now, you could probably make the argument or say Oh, this is why you made said choice at this point in time, even though you probably should have made it uh, a play a player or so earlier ago. Like take the Springer and Bobachet collide for for example. Um, they they really should not have had Springer in there. And again, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. mentioned that, or he mentioned post game that no one could hear anything during that play. Like nobody could hear anything. So that spells to me that no disrespect to the fans. The fans were great at the at the ballpark, but um, that just tells me that. We were probably a, li- a little too hyped for saying that they're probably going to catch it, and that kind of led to a miscue. Um, but whatever the case, we are hopeful that George is, and I'll leave it at this, because I actually am hopeful that George Springer is healthy and is getting better. Now that we have to await the season starting again. And just a reminder before I wrap up here, 
Um, we will be taking a look at the postseason bracket when we continue on the other side on Sports for Beginners, as well as doing our post game show. So stick around for that if you're listening to if you're listening to this podcast at this time. Allie, the floor is yours. Everybody who's listening to this podcast should be listening to Sports for Beginners, by the way. Oh, absolutely. And if you and if you don't crave much sports, don't worry, I can change that up. I can give you some stuff outside of the sports world. Uh, whenever, uh, you know, just just let us know. Send us a voice message at our uh, anchor page or send us a message through our questions that we post for or or through some episodes letting us know what you want to talk about and follow us at our facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast well, we're sports fans, so we'll make our shows about sports here. We're sports fans around here. I understand. I'm just saying for any listeners out there who aren't as much a sports fan, uh, if you crave something different, I can yeah, make can that devote happen. a couple episodes to that. We can devote it once in a while if they want. Getting back to the Jays, why did that collision in Europe, why did that collision, why do you feel that that happened between Bichette and Springer? Was it a case of frustration or was it a case that they just weren't sure how to handle situations. I honestly think that it, like in my own opinion, and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So whoever's got an op- another opinion on this, you can let us know at uh, Ali's email address. Um, in my opinion, I feel it was a case of mis of miscommunication. I don't feel it was a case of not being able to handle those types of situations. But again, like I said earlier, and Al, or, and I mentioned that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. said this post game, nobody could hear anything according to what he said uh, to the reporters post game. But again, you had a eight one lead and you blew it. But I don't want to discourage any Blue Jays fans further since it's now been a couple of days since we've had to discharge this loss and the sweep from the Mariners. I do have some good news for the for for Blue Jays fans though. The Mariners are out of the playoffs right now, courtesy of a 3-0 sweep of the Houston Astros. Yeah, I think the Mariners have their hopes too high there. I think they just took this battle and they and because they were playing the Jays, they thought they could do something special and they did. But as a Jays fan, you kind of think about this and go, so I wanna, you know, what's gonna happen now? Now, there are some other things to analyze here. What are your thoughts on the way John Schneider managed those two playoff games or the wild card games? And I will even ask you, 
Will he be back? Does he deserve another chance to be back, in your opinion? In my opinion, I don't think John Schneider deserves to be back because some of the some of the ways or and this will go into your other question about the about um, uh, the way he managed uh, both game one and two. Now, I, I like that he's going to put Springer as the everyday leadoff hitter, but when your hitter, but when your leadoff hitter like George Springer is not well and he is not hitting very well or not making plays defensively, you have to look at it and be like, oh, okay, so maybe I put, maybe I either DH him or I put, or, and I put, or I put him on day's rest and I bring in Whit Merrifield or Jackie or JB or JBJ and Jackie Bradley Jr. Or, or I bring in Whit or I bring in Rymal Tapia, which he did, but he, but he did that in, in, in points in the game where it was, I guess you could say a little too little too late. But those are my opinions on on that. I mean, he managed the game pretty well, but some of the moves he made were very, very questionable to me, especially in game one. Kevin Gauz, sorry, sorry, in game, sorry, game two, not game one, because I'm talking about Kevin Gosman. If he stays in the game, at least till the sixth inning, we probably don't lose that game that we were up eight to one. But if the collision happens, let's just say it does. As long as we're able to rebound from that, we should be able to. We should have been able to win that game. On Saturday, obviously it didn't happen. But again, I see John Schneider sticking around. Maybe, maybe he will stick around again, but I don't. But I don't see it happening. I actually just don't see it happening. I really don't. Do you see him sticking around in the organization, though? Oh, in the oh, in the organization? No, no, no. I mean, if they give him an opportunity to go back to Triple A or Double A, then maybe he sticks around in the organization. But I don't see that happening. But but our GM in Ross Atkins has said has said that he believes that that John Schneider will continue with the Jays for next season. So he will be around next season. So we'll have to see where the where the cards fly. Uh or sorry, where the cards drop for uh John Schneider. But going off of what Ross Atkins has said, um, he believes that we are going to keep John Schneider, John Schneider around. So if, if in fact we do keep him around, then we're hoping for better from him. Again, the loss is going to sting and it probably has stink, but that's just, that's just the game of baseball. And sometimes losses will sting, but then that, but getting a win 
will make sure that that sting doesn't sting you too much. If you listen to if you, you know, Blair and Barker have also been calling for now, you know, now there's a chance to that. Uh, um, that Atkins and Shapiro could be on their way out, too. There's that, too, because of the performance of the team. What do you think of that? Do you feel, you know, because I, I mean, do you feel they'll be back? Do you feel they should be, they should sort of live out their tenure here? Ross Atkins, I think, will be back. Not so sure about Mark Shapiro. John Schneider. It's up in the air for me, but I feel he does not return. I I don't feel like he will return. Why do you feel Mark Shapiro will not, may not stick or, or or will not stick around? I mean, I don't have a good good reason for that, but but what I will say is, even though Mark Shapiro is not the GM, he's been talking about uh, the upgrades to Rogers Center, which is great and all, but you gotta focus on uh, the team right now. You gotta focus on like, okay, if we have to get. Like, you got to focus on the team right now. So let me just rephrase that. I do see Mark Shapiro sticking around. But I don't see John Schneider sticking around. Ross, Ross, I see sticking around because, I mean, he has been good. But some of the decisions that he makes, I mean, you could make the argument that they are questionable. And... And I actually will listen to Blair and Barker on their uh, podcast, Blair and Barker, which is available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And it is now the continued source right now for everything Blue Jays baseball with Jays Talk and Jays Talk Plus done for the year. And I know the Toronto Stars deep left field hosted by Mike Wilner is also continuing as well. Yes, and Mike has made it clear that baseball or no baseball, deep left field will be dropping every Thursday into your favorite podcatcher. So if you want to use the offseason to catch up on episodes and get to the current episode that is going to air uh, whenever he drops it, then then go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's uh, It's a great show. I love the content. And I also love how he's able to get Ross Stripling and and all these different types of guests on the show. It's it's great. It's great to get to. It's great. It's it's great content. Great content. The Blue Jays also have some decisions. Um, Ross Stripling is a free agent. Do you feel he'll be back? He'll want to resign. I don't know if he'll want to. That's a tough question for me to answer. But I'll leave you. But I'll leave you with this to to try and answer the question as best I can. I feel like he will want to return to play for for the Blue Jays, but do I but do I feel like that will happen? No, no, I don't know. He he might want to go back to where he came from from the states. If he from the states, like it, I mean, if you look at his birthplace, you might he may want to go back to he may want to go back home. But it would it would not shock me if he stuck if he stuck around. I mean, 
Well, I mean, I feel he's going to go where the money is. He's not going to, he's not, he do, I don't think he wants to be in Toronto. I think he just wants to go where the money is. Right, right. And, and you got to, um, you got to look at where the money goes, but you also got to look at uh, if this is a place that you want to go to. So if Ross does not strip, does not stick around, well, Yes, that's bad news for content for Mike for Mike on deep left field, but he can work around that, and I and I believe he can. Um, so if Ross does not stick around, well, we'll see. Well, we will see what happens with the Jays. But my question to you, Ali, if Ross does not stick around and and he goes somewhere else. Who do you think the Jays are going to try to get if Ross does not stick around? And let's say he signs with another team. I mean, Mike will obviously find a new segment. He'll obviously do that. And and they'll have to pivot and do things. So who do you see the Jays getting if Ross Stripling does wind up at heading elsewhere now that he is a free agent? I don't expect a big name person here. I don't expect somebody like an Aaron judge or something. I don't expect somebody big here for me. I mean, if we got Cody Bellinger, that's a left-handed at bat that we, that we could certainly use, but I don't think that will come in a, well, Ross is now a three agent. So we can just go out and get Cody if we can. I think you're going to have to go. I think you're going to have to go and look at your roster and say, okay, who getting the puck? Who is getting? Who did? Who would uh, the team that Cody Ballinger is on right now want for us to get Cody Ballinger to come to Toronto? And actually, if you were listening to the fan drive time, uh, I I remember listening to uh, Ben Ennis talk about or talk with uh, Justin Verlander's um, brother. And I believe they were talking about the possibility of him coming to Toronto. So do I think that will happen? No. No, but there is writing on the wall for a few of our players that, I mean, if you don't perform, the your days as a J are numbered. So, so there is writing. So again, there is writing on the wall for this game you can catch up on fan drive time episodes on the fan drive time podcast feed wherever you wherever you get your podcasts and you can also listen to the show on sportsnet 590 the fan at its current air times wherever they may be. So make sure you check into the schedule to see when the fan drive time is airing. Now, this leads me into something. Is what should the Jays do about their catching situation? They have three catchers now. Um, Alejandro Kirk, Danny Jansen, and they've got prospect Gabriel Moreno. Now, there is a rumor, there is a possibility that they should trade somebody, they should dealt somebody, deal somebody 
to get something back in return. Who should they, in your opinion, deal, deal uh, who should they trade for something, so for something better? Well, I've been hearing, I was actually in conversation with my parents and uh, our family uh, yesterday about this. And I've been hearing the conversation about this. I feel, now I feel like, I feel like they are going to look at probably dealing Gabriel Moreno. I don't feel they're going to get rid of Danny Jansen. But if they get rid of Kirk, that wouldn't surprise me. Because, first of all, Gabriel Moreno, he's a prospect. So if you're going to trade for a big name, and that big and to get that big name you have to trade a prospect and someone else of your team such as Bo Bichette or Alejandro Kirk and you have to trade Gabriel Moreno to get this big name maybe Juan Soto Cody Bellinger whoever it is you're trying to get I think you have to look at okay what what am I asking what am I asking for and what are they asking or and what do they want or, and what does the team who has the guy I'm asking for want in return in this case I would I wouldn't be shocked if it's Gabriel Moreno that leaves But I think writing on the wall for Alejandro Kirk say, is saying that his days are numbered. Jansen, I think he still has got some time left as a Blue Jays player. Will he stick around? I don't know. We will have to see. I mean, I think, um, I don't know. I think they should look at trading um, Kirk if they're going to trade somebody because I think. Um... Because you need the prospect. I think Marino has something special too. He does. He does. And and I can and I agree with you on that take. I do think they should get rid of Kirk because if they because if they do that, but as I mentioned, if they do that and they have to get rid of an, a big or a good guy at our or on the organization. To get a big name, like I mentioned, Cody Ballinger, Juan Soto, or anybody of that nature, uh, and let's just say to get the guy, you have to give up a guy, and not just a prospect. If they're also asking for a prospect, for a prospect, then you have then you have to look at it and be like, okay, they want a prospect, but they also want someone on my team that. I know could be an asset to our team, or it could be someone that we're willing to move. But who do they want? But I got to look at who do they want in order for me to get what I want from them. Like in Juan Soto's case, 
they had when the Jays were trying to get Juan Soto, there was writing on the wall for for a prospect and somebody on the team at the time. And that was how the conversation was starting. Now, if I now I can't really remember how my conversation went when I was here I was doing this all, but um but I will say this that um the writing is on the wall for those blue jays who may have their time numbered i want to ask you though do you see teoscar hernandez sticking around as a jay because a lot of the talk has also now shifted to teoscar hernandez So do you think Teo is going to stay with the Blue Jays or do you think he is going to go elsewhere? I don't know what he has to contribute here. Has he looked good? Did he look good in the playoffs? Yes. But I really don't think he serves much value right now on the team. I I think I yeah, think they'd be I, okay to deal him. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. I think they'd be okay to deal him. But but the big question that I have now is if you deal him, who do you who are you trying to get for him if you deal him in a trade? And this actually will be posted on our next episodes launch of sports for beginners as a question so for blue jays fans who listen to this podcast if you would like you can send us your thoughts in this question and again the question is who who do you if you're the blue jays who do you get or who do you want to go and get Go out and get if you're trading Teoscar Hernandez. Let us know when we post when we post the con when we post the question after we do our show. A reminder again, we will be taking a look at the postseason bracket on the other side of the show. Okay, and do you want to, as we wrap up this show here, uh, do you want to leave people with the question of the week for all of the MAP listeners? Yes, for all over the MAP listeners, if you are a Buffalo Bills fan, I want to I ask your take here for the question of the, of the week. Um, and I want to ask you guys, what, what, are, what are you guys, what are Buffalo Bills fans expecting from the return of, Tredavious White, should he return after the bye week this week and play in the Sunday night game against the Packers in week eight, a following Sunday from this coming Sunday? Okay, so should the, what, um, okay. What are you expecting from the Buffalo Bills in week eight? 
Yes. So basically, the question here is for Bills fans or any football fans who follow the Bills, what are you expecting from Bills cornerback, that is CB for short, Tredavious White, if he returns in the Sunday night football game against the Packers in week eight, given the fact that he is able to return to practice during the bye week, during this past week where the Bills beat the Chiefs, and we'll get into that on the other side on at the start of our show on Sports for Beginners. Um, but what are you guys expecting? What are Buffalo Bills fans or football fans in general expecting from number 27 of the Buffalo Bills as he makes his way back to the field and playing in games? Alrighty, send that in to atompodcast819 at gmail.com. And we will answer that on this show. And we will, we will, um, we will, we will read your feedback on this show and we will read them on sports for beginners as well. Well, Scott, tell people how could where can people find sports for beginners? All right. So as I mentioned again. We you can find it. We don't have a website. We don't have an email address yet. So right now, the way that you can find updates when I post them on this podcast are my Facebook page, Scott McGregor, and you could find them also on our Facebook page at Sports for Beginners, the podcast at ht at ht at https colon slash slash www dot dot facebook facebook.com slash so once again that is one dot facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast and again when i say four i don't mean the number four i mean the word for not not for the number but just as if you're talking in a conversation, dash beginners, dash podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, send me a DM at S or at Scott McGregor three. That is Scott McGregor three on Twitter. And you can follow my action that will come to the Facebook page that I just mentioned at my Instagram handle, SMC underscore 87 underscore. And we, and, and, uh, and again, you can, you, again, you can follow our Facebook page for updates when we post new episodes, such as crossover episodes, special episodes, like the one we're going to post after we're done here. At HTTPS colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast. And you can find me at all over the map, http colon slash slash alleytechgroup.wordpress.com. And you can find our anchor page linked there as well 
anchor.fm slash Ali hyphen Musa. Well, Scott, I want to thank you once again for joining me to talk Blue Jays. I hope you enjoyed it. It's always a pleasure to talk Blue Jays with you. Look forward to talking some Bills football with you. But we'll continue to talk Jays. Again, the offseason is underway. So the countdown to a new season is underway as well. But we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves going into the next season. We're just going to focus on the offseason right now. The Bills are in season. And just before we wrap up, Coming up on our Sports for Beginners podcast, after our post-game show, we are going to do a snidbit and get you set if you're a Penguins fan and listening to the podcast for Penguins and the Habs tonight at the Bell Center. And you can watch it on Sportsnet or listen on 105.9 DX, the official radio network of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And my thanks to Scott McGregor for hopping in the studio to talk some Blue Jays offseason. And stick around to the All Over the Map podcast feed where there will be some in a, where there will be some Blue Jays breaking news coming up. Please feel free. To answer Scott's question of the week, which was post, which was mentioned earlier, and will be posted to the blog. Please visit http colon slash slash allytechgroup.wordpress.com. You can also email me at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at AliMusa191, A-L-I-M-O-O-S-A-191. And soon you will be able to send us your voice messages as well. And please feel free, and please, if you want me to use your feedback on air, regardless of whether it's written or voiced, please give me permission to do so. Otherwise, I will not use it. I am Ali Musa, reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Thank you so much for listening to All Over the Map. If you have any questions or feedback, you can email me at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. That is, A as in alpha, T as in the, O as in over, M as in map, podcast, 819 at gmail.com. You can also feel free to visit our website to learn more about upcoming episodes at https colon slash slash allytechgroup.wordpress.com slash podcast dash all dash over dash the dash map once again that is https colon slash slash ali tech group dot wordpress dot com slash podcast dash all dash over dash the dash map 
and it is not goodbye, it is until next time.